0: to Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. This is just such a great space that we get to hang out with you guys and talk about all things design. So that includes interior design and the way we were made and the things that we love and our families and our friends. So we're thrilled you're here. Let's get started. Let's get started today. We're excited today. We get to talk about things that God's laid in our hearts. And it's so weird because a lot of times we end up on the exact same page, like literal same page mm-hmm. in the Bible. We find out that we were reading the same scriptures even. It's just so cool. So we get to talk about keeping our hands open.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's part of how we got here was from yeah. holding on to comfortable and what we knew. And now we're doing this. Seriously. Hands open.
0: I, it, there, There was a, few years ago that a friend had kind of challenged me to keep my hands open because I was really wanting to control everything, you know, and that's like a hard thing to learn and it can be ugly and you probably will scrape your knees in the
1: process because it's, I wanted to be dragged. So
0: I was scraping up myself. So
1: the same friend spoke that truth over me yeah, too. And, and I think that's brought us to this point. So watch out for that friend. Yes. <laughs> that friend. You, yeah. The she people, roams. <laughs> no, but there are people that encourage you and yeah. give you words and then God shows up and uses them in your life. But that was
0: because she was close enough to see the way I was going on, you know? Like I let her in enough to, for her to realize, like, dang, you're a fist. You are like tight-fisted mm-hmm. with certain things you won't let go of or you're not open to because you're so set in what you think is right for you right now. Mm-hmm. So it was funny. I remember her telling me um, – so listen, this time we're going to talk about her a lot. Her name is Kelly, and you're actually going to get to meet her
1: uh, yeah. at one of these episodes. She is just wise and endearing and um, – So much fun. Right. So she will be on here eventually. She's a so. sister on our friend, Mista. Kelly. Yep.
0: Yeah. So anyways, you're going to hear us talking about Kelly. So you're going to know her already, Kelly – I remember her saying, like her realizing um, that she was even sleeping, and her feet, her hands were in fists, sleeping Mm -hmm. under her pillow. Or, and I remember realizing, oh my word, I'm doing the exact same thing. I cannot just relax and be and receive, like right. And there's
1: a whole psychology to body language and our hands and um, our bodies, and you know, like if you know people have their hands in their pockets. um, you know it, what does that mean cuz i keep my hands in my pockets all, a lot <laughs> well i you know if you look it up and read about it a lot of times um, when people are hiding something they'll hide really? their hands <gasps> yeah if they're not being straightforward oh, no. like a little kid when they're lying about something oh. their hands are usually behind their back oh
0: all oh, behind their back yeah, yeah.
1: it oh. can mean i mean it can mean a lot of different things but um i think on the basics of things when we clench think about if your hands are clenched tight our fists you know you there's not freedom there. You feel, mm-hmm. you feel power. Like when I really mean something, I kind of pump my oh, fist. Yeah. like, you, you, yeah, you do Yeah, yes. But it's a, and it's a powerful feeling. But I can't hold that clench without mm-hmm. it being exhausting. Right. We got to open our hands. Yeah, it ex- exactly. You'll yeah. cramp up. And the other thing that, about the psychology of our hands is like, it, when good. people are, um, when you're being sincere to someone and you're saying, believe me, or I did not do that, mm. normally your hand, like even as I'm looking at you and saying these things, Lynn, as examples, I have my hands open yeah. in front of me because it's a pleading, Lord, forgive me, believe yeah. me, I'm sorry, That's hands so cool. are open, but try to do it with fists and you get yeah. a different feeling. Yeah, it's true. So. Well anyway. And you know, this well, brings me lots. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm crazy <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, it's good. I've been writing about this um and never posting it. So I have all these thoughts. And so they're just So will you explode. be posting now? Yeah, this will help oh, me. Good. Yeah, we'll share our thoughts on these things on our um website. So usually every time we have um, a podcast out, we'll each maybe have a post or two with some of our own perspectives and maybe dig in a little deeper. Right. Yeah. So. We'll
0: be able to, you'll be able to have all the links. To
1: anything we talk about will be on our website, mm-hmm. predesignpodcast.com. Right. So. Um, it, this whole hands talk though, it, it got me thinking about when Derek was in his coma and how his body was unresponsive and he wasn't, you know, right? Yeah. asleep. hmm but his hands were clenched tight. They had to always like unroll their. I I was try. I would like try to massage his hands open and just when he was alive and with me, his hands Mm. were open and he was present, but he was just this tight ball. It was just like he he was fighting something and he was tight fisted. And I, I just, I remember those hands and Mm. trying to rub them open. And even one of my kids, um, when they were little would have tantrums and fits like as a baby and um, kind of like a little uh, f- a fit where they, like, cried and got really scared and, like, kind of went oh, into, like, that baby yeah, thing when they throw yeah, their yeah, arms yeah. out and kind of Oh, kinda I gets, love that. But I used to have to we try would, to though. pry oh. the little hand open oh. and rub it open, and the doctor would tell me that that would help them come out of it is to really? uh, to encourage them to loosen. Calm down. Yeah. Wow. So That's good let's, stuff. Yeah, let's talk about this. That's... Are our hands open? Are we holding... Um, what are we holding on to yeah. too tightly... It's yeah. hurting you in the mm-hmm. long run.
0: And like, you know, we've, we've, I've had to ask myself that question daily, you know, that's a daily like surrender of like, okay, I I can't control everything going on around me. I have to, I don't want to live a life like that. That's not a life I want to live. I want to be open and, um, willing to see the good things in front of me and not be so set in my own way that I miss it. Like, I don't want to miss mm-hmm. those opportunities. And, um,
1: right. Yeah. and, You know, we, I think when our hands are open, we're open to what God has for us. Right. Yeah. Like
0: I, when I finally was able to kind of lay down my pride and, um, repent of some of those ugly things in me, I, the blessing that came out of it in friendships and, um, just like realizing what my place was you know, what I was called to do. So like for, for me, it was, I needed to love women better. I needed to, um, step up and lead women, uh, into what God has for them to encourage them in that the same thing. And, uh, to make sure that they feel seen and loved. And, um, the fact that there's a God who has placed them in such a time as right now for a
1: purpose, not Mm -hmm. nothing is random. And, um, just to encourage them in that. And that's beautiful. And I I see that in you too. You know, I know that, you know, (laughs) that that's something that God has done in you and we have to admit Mm -hmm. how God is using us, right? right? Admit it to ourselves and allow it to happen. And seriously, we run around so
0: busy and I feel like so many people pride themselves in being so busy and doing so many things that can keep their hands full of things that aren't Mm -hmm. necessarily bad, but they're distracting them from what, God's really calling them to do they need to maybe set down a couple of things to be able to pick up what God's got for them. And, um, I just, I see that like right now after a really busy winter and a really busy fall, I had to say no to some things and just Mm -hmm. set some things down and be, and just ask God to like help me see what's right in front of me, what he has for me so that I would be bold enough and have the confidence to be able to take that next step of faith knowing that it's what mm-hmm. he has for me. And then this idea came and now we're doing this little podcast and it's just been so, um, it's been so good. It's been life giving in a different way.
1: It, yeah. I think when you start to take steps mm-hmm. toward what God is calling you to do, there's freedom there, mm-hmm. right? And oh, you wild start to, freedom. You start to feel more alive. Yeah. And,
0: and the it, purpose and
1: mm-hmm. your success. Like, yeah, I think back, you know, over the last few years, I, I used to be someone who said yes to everything and anything that people asked me to do. Um, if I had a day of appointments Mm -hmm. scheduled and things that I had to get done, if someone called me and said, can you come over? I really need to talk or can we, you know, can you come and do this or that? I need your help with this. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it wasn't even a big thing. Right. Um, my answer is usually, yeah, let me, I can You'll do that. drop everything else. I drop everything and I neglect my first priority, which is my family in order to be there for other people. Right. And part of my gift is encouraging and loving people in that way. But I've had to learn to set boundaries and I'm still learning that, um, so that my family gets a meal at night or, you know, and also I have to be honest with myself about, my own heart. And sometimes I think that I would show up for people like that because of my own selfish mm, right. desire to want to like be that to someone, appear you know, appear that
0: way. That yeah. Need, not yeah. yeah.
1: Appear that way. Or, you know, maybe it's, um, I don't know. Just it's, it's sometimes it gets twisted
0: where, yeah, absolutely. Where It really becomes about us and instead of becomes about what, they need from like what they need it becomes all about us like Mm -hmm. I'm good because I do these things as opposed to like I'm serving you because I love you and I want to help you and even though that still comes out of it we know our own hearts like we know what's really motivating that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and um one of our pastors in our church counseled me for a little bit um when Derek was sick and he had told me that I needed to be careful about what I said yes to uh Because I like to please people, Mm -hmm. and I fall into the trap of pleasing them. And and instead of doing what needs to be done, and and during that season, I needed to protect my husband and his needs. And it's one of the first times in my life when I've said no to people. I had friends call me and say, can you come over, or can we do this, or can we bring you dinner? And I had to say no. And they were good things. They wanted to do good things right. for us, but I actually had to say no. Derek wasn't in a place where we could have people at our house. We were just really messed up and really hurting. And um, I couldn't explain everything to everyone either. I just it's had exhausting. to say no. Yeah. And I was hurting their feelings or they didn't understand, and I just had to leave that to God because I didn't have the energy to clear every every situation up perfectly. Right. We were. I had to protect us and do what was right at that time. So there's different sure, seasons. There yeah. are times when... We need to serve and be there for people, but there are also times when we need to um, be careful about what we're putting on our plate. We have to say the right yeses and make the right nos. And we have, I think, the community of people around us can help us make those right decisions. Absolutely.
0: Well, they know us, right? And I feel like that's something that we, I've been growing in and trying to get better is letting my yes be yes and my no be no and being okay with it. And sometimes I do have to leave my family to go take care of somebody and there's a time and a place for that and but that's where you have to know what you're saying yes to like when you when you say that initial yes to something good you need to know be able to discern the differences between people that are just trying to maybe just exhaust you or have your ear to the people that really need your help right now and it's just so hard. It's, it's hard to balance that, but I, I really love it when I come and this has happened a couple of times to me where I'm putting a team together or I am needing help with something and I go to someone and I say, Hey, you came to my mind. I thought you would be great to do this with me. And they've said, you know, let me get back to you. Or they say right away, I had one, one girl, she's so sweet. I remember her saying, I can't, I'm, she was already committed to something. And so her yes was yes for that. So she wasn't going to spread herself thin, which I love, but she said, please don't stop asking me like next time, mm-hmm. please don't stop asking me. Cause I, I love that and I want to be a part of it, but I just can't right now. Yeah. So ask me another time. Right, and, that's a great way to say no. Yeah. And, and I want to steal that. And use yeah. It. But for me, it was affirming for me. Cause I was like, okay, I was asking the right person. It wasn't that I was I I wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to the Holy spirit or doing what God asked me to do by asking this person that he's put in my heart. It was good for me to learn that, you know, to to be able to learn the other side of it too. Mm -hmm. And I just had so much respect for her. And I was like, girl, I want you on my team. Don't you worry. I'll be coming back and asking for you again. But I just, I love that. Like letting your yes be yes and your no be no and being firm in that. And Mm -hmm. if you said yes to something, you are committed. That's right. You show up, you show up, you plan your babysitters, you do your, what you need to do. And yeah, I feel like there's just so many times in our culture that a lot of people want to like rescue their kids out of that. They've said yes. And then they want to back out. Now, sometimes there's like sickness and real issues that come up that you have to back out of things. But if it's just because you're being lazy or you're saying yes to everything out of pride, Like, Mm -hmm. or appearing to be all guilt. guilt. Sometimes it's guilt. Or it's fear, fear Mm -hmm. of failure. And so you say yes, and then you realize, I might not be able to do this very well. And so then you try to get out of it. Those are not, that's not okay. You know, that's where you have to take a deep breath and take a step back and be like, open your hands up and ask God to show you,
1: what do you have for me right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think um, we need to look at our gifts, our gifting too, and how God made us. And sometimes... The right yes is doing the things that you know you were made to do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was involved in um, some of our child care at our church when I first was getting involved with serving. And that was like how I started. Right. How I got involved. Right. But that is not, if you know me, that's just not my gifting. Right. And I have <laughs> other things I do with design oh, oh, and yeah. helping well, designing the children's wing, let's do that instead. <laughs> You're right. still serving And I don't kids. have to feel guilt about saying, you know what, right. I'm not feeling joy doing this anymore, and I know it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And so uh, there came a point where I stepped back from that, and my plate was full of other things. Right. And so I think we do need to be stay involved. And
0: that lets other people step up into saying yes. You know, sometimes when we say yes to things that we know we're not supposed to be doing, because that's not where our giftings are, it's not where our passions are, we're not even enjoying it at all, then we're saying yes, we're stealing that from
1: somebody else. Right, right. Let God bring up and raise up the right person to do yeah. that job.
0: Like you, we are not all that like an I and mm-hmm. I am preaching this to myself. Like I've, I've been able to learn mm-hmm. through these things a lot of <laughs> the, a lot more the hard way than
1: any other way. But yeah. So I, I just want to encourage the people listening to this out there, run your race, run your race. Hebrews Amen. 12. Mm-hmm. Don't like,
0: Don't be looking at your friend's race and want to be running her race. because
1: Let's run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Let's Mm. fix our eyes on Jesus. And in order to run our race, we need to have our eyes on our Lord, Mm -hmm. not on those around us. Right. And the
0: people around you, they should be encouraging you. mm -hmm. That's what I feel like we are, our cheerleaders. We are able to encourage people where they are for right now and tell them to keep going, keep persevering. It's going to you got this. We are with you. You are not mm-hmm. alone. And that's like one of my most favorite things to be able to do and meet with people and tell them like, it's going to be okay. You're not alone. And these are some things that we can start doing to change the culture you've created in your own heart. Like that's not good or God honoring or healthy for your family. Like that's strip away and let go and drop some of these things that are filling up your hands that are clenched so tightly mm-hmm. so that you can receive from
1: God. And sometimes when your hands are open, I think sometimes we needed a little bit of that rest so we can hear God's mm, voice. Yeah. And what he's bringing toward us or this for spring, us. I did that
0: yeah. after one of the conferences that I just finished up at the church that I was really involved in. It had been such a busy winter that I just knew I was done and I didn't have joy in really anything. And it was my own, my own doing. And so you needed a little time to recuperate. and I did. I needed to rest. And I love how, like, um, I was just reading this this morning in Psalms when it says, like, and he will give you rest. He will give you a place of rest. Mm-hmm. It actually, like, that Hebrew is roost, which is, like, a place to actually sit mm-hmm. and be. Just I picture. I picture a picture of chicken. Because oh. I'm super holy. So I picture a chicken oh. roosting away. Yeah. Or, you know, like. I needed to
1: roost for a little while. And then she laid the egg.
0: <laughs> <I did. laughs> Call the Bye design podcast.
1: <laughs> this is the egg.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Boy, you set yourself
0: up for oh, that. Oh, I did. It's okay. I can laugh at myself. So listen, I also have adult ADD, and I go all over the place, and this has been part of my problem. So I talk a million miles an hour. She uh, does. I, I have my poor friends, and I was there like, I don't understand a word. Danette, you said that to me like right. yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. I, what did you say? I, you're speaking a different language. I know, yes. It's really, I'm so sorry, but... Don't be sorry. Well, I. Well, it's funny. This is like all through school. That was something like mm-hmm. my teachers, like for public speaking, when you have to do speeches and stuff, I would have to write my speech like twice as long as the rest of the class because I talked at the speed of light. So they'd, they they oh, were always like, s-
1: slow down, we can't understand. That's all right. It. You know, I heard Jenny Allen on um, Jamie Ivey's Happy oh. Hour podcast I love uh, that podcast. Maybe last week. And she was talking about her ADD and um, how that she believes Which that, makes
0: me feel super cool because right. one is yes. Jenny Allen and right. I love her. I know, so. But like
1: she was putting it in a positive light and right. saying that she believed that God made her that way so she could handle all of the things that she does. I right. mean, she's got a lot going on right? and she does it well and she's Thanks, Jenny. just a force for, you know, women yeah. who love the Lord. seriously. And so you know, let's look at ourselves that way. Let's look at our kids that way. Right. You know, if they have issues or ADHD or, or whatever, like oh. those are redeeming qualities that God can use. I'd like use. to tell them
0: that they get all those qualities from their father, but everybody knows. Right,
1: but God can redeem that they and can. use it for his glory. Yes. E- you know, even Amen. your... The, that you move at the speed of light, Lynn. That's okay. I just watch you bounce around and I pick up on what I can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sorry, guys. I kind of go from like thought to thought and I get like super passionate about things. I can can totally become that girl. Well... Yeah, except people are like, okay, wow, I just had my morning coffee. I just woke up. Right.
1: Well, here, (laughs) Lynn is is not going to have coffee. She's going to have relaxing oils. We're going
0: to cover me with lavender. (laughs) Right.
1: She's going to take her lavender, and I'm going to get my coffee. Because we're on opposite spectrum. You go fast and loud, and I'm, like, very quiet. And my (laughs) husband's like, I listen to your podcast, and you sound like you're asleep. And so I need to... (laughs)
0: wow that's that's so cute Mm -hmm. look at you just soothe him so much look at that's like yeah so nice
1: like you're such a soothing voice to him Mm -hmm. to calm him so talking about keeping our hands open saying no to some things one of the things that's gotten us to this point is that we are saying no to some work right we've been very busy and we're talking about growing our business and taking on things and you know, going hard. And then we are like, what are we doing? We want to spend time with our families. We want to encourage women. And so that's why we're doing this. We, um, and let's just put it out there that we are not biblical scholars Um, and we don't have it all figured out, but But there are people that do. Yeah. And we read a lot of their stuff and we, we want to share things that we're learning with you. Um, I would say we're cheerleaders. We're, we're encouragers. And one of my favorite quotes from John Piper, um, is if Who he is a theologian, <laughs> you, can is, I lo- yes, you can read his stuff. Yes. I love to listen to his podcast, oh, he... but he said, if you have a heart to build others up, the Holy spirit will provide opportunities. Mm. And so this podcast I believe is our opportunity. I we want to e- miss it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So we're doing the next new hard thing. We've cleared some things on our schedule and we're stepping into like a scary territory of saying words and having a voice. And for me, this is, um, a, very, a scary thing because I, it both as a designer, to think that I ha- have words to say is humbling. You know, there's so many more talented people out there that do wonderful things, and but I'm just running my race yes. and using the experiences that I had, girl. and we're going to talk about them, and and so we are being true to who we are, right. and that's part of this. and In our faith, it's a big part of who we are. So. So that being said, we get to talk a little bit about
0: some of the projects that we're working on and some things that we've been able to accomplish in other people's homes.
1: Well, I think now might be a good time to have our little design chat. Let's do that. Yeah. So today we wanted to talk about window treatments. Mm -hmm. And as far as window treatments in today's little chat, it's going to be about drapes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love drapes. They just add so much to a room and a space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that... I think it goes without saying is that almost every room needs a s- set of drapes or yeah. window treatments. And, you know, um, I think a lot of people are scared of them. So their windows go bare and they're missing just that opportunity to have a little bit of texture, a little bit of softness. And it also does something for the height of the room if you hang them right, which is normally oh higher. Oh, my goodness. Right?
0: And that is usually people get intimidated by that, like you mm-hmm. said, and they just don't do it at all. And they'll just put their blinds in. So they That's have their it. privacy and then they leave it at that. And
1: they're missing out on the beautiful earrings and the broom. That's right. It's, yep. it's the icing on the cake. So uh, there are different price points. I mean, obviously you can go really low. Like we love to shop Ikea. Oh, yeah. Window treatments yeah. or um, West Elm sometimes has good prices. You know, let's shop for deals. But or um, Lindsay has put hung sheets all over her house. <laughs> And it might sound bed crazy sheets
0: hanging from my window. She's using bed sheets. Yeah. From target. And they are just like, they're um, like just like their normal cotton white. So they're crisp, but they, I bought the queen depending on the size. I wanted them to be long and I love that long, long look, but mm-hmm. I, I have some bigger, larger windows in my home and I did not want to spend $90 a panel and I'd have to get four panels for mm-hmm. one window, and so I went and I bought just flat bed sheets, mm-hmm. just the one flat bed sheet. So I bought four of those, and I was able to do two windows, and I spent I think twenty dollars at the end right. of it.
1: That's awesome! And a bed sheet is normally like eighty inches or something. Yeah, so they're long. If you have an eight foot ceiling, your ceiling is probably like um, ninety six inches. Right, and I and to buy the ninety six
0: inch. Drapes, You can do that. You totally can And I have done that in the past, but this, I don't know. There's just something about the fullness of the sheets. And yeah. The
1: sheet, these sheets hang so beautifully. It might sound surprising, but anyway, we're going to share some pictures on our um, website, which is by design podcast.com. So you can see um, yeah. what they look like and you know, you can um, explain to them what you did at the top.
0: Yeah. So like when you buy your bed sheet, you know how at the top where you like sleep right into your face, you have like that four inch hem, um, pocket that kind of goes through so i just put a little slit on each end of it and was able to slide the rod right through and it it works wonderfully and i have a house with three boys and so I think that's my favorite thing about these drapes is I really, and they're white, right? Mm-hmm. So like who puts, hangs white drapes on their patio door with three little boys and a dog. Like no one does that. So I can just wash them. Right. You can bleach them. I bleach them and mm-hmm. it's wonderful. And yeah. I, and they dry and they clean and they just, they wear really well. So it's yes. been the best, it's been the best thing I've done and mm-hmm. one of the best things I've just yeah. so enjoyed.
1: And I would even say if you in your house don't know which way to go with window treatments, a simple white is a classic look. Just do it. It's a nice it's always a great um contrast look. to your mm-hmm. wall color and so I you know if you don't know what to do, maybe start with that. Just buy yourself some white sheets and let that be your starting point and you might not ever change them. Right. Um the other thing we we're going to say about the sheets is that you can also buy little hardware like if you didn't want the pocket rod look at the top, if mm-hmm. you did not want to cut that hole, you can um, buy little clips Um, you can buy them at, at Ikea, you can buy them at Home Depot, you can buy them, yeah. Depot, mm-hmm. can buy them at Pennies or right. who knows where, but um, just like a little clip and then a ring will go on the rod at the top for your window treatment and then you can clip to the top of the sheet.
0: And the beautiful thing is, so then it could always that, be a sheet. Yeah, it could always be a sheet,
1: and like I, I love that. And if you don't like it, you take, take it, down it down
0: and you return it. And yeah, <laughs> and you get your eight dollars back. Right. So.
1: Um, and so one other thing we mentioned earlier is about hanging your drapes high, mm, and wide, high and wide. So, you know, you you want to get your um, your window treatment rod a little bit longer than your windows, at least mm. a foot on each side or ten inches. Mm-hmm. I right, tend to stack. I want my drapery panel to stack at least 10 inches off to the side, mm-hmm. I think is a good number. So you get a little bit over the glass, but not all of it. Um, anyway, that that's just a, a quick little piece of advice, but also hang your drapery rod high. So.
0: It adds to your, the, the, the height of your wall. Like, it just makes the whole room seem larger right. than it really is. I, that like we did that in our house. My, okay, my husband is one of the handiest guys around. Okay. I just adorned a bits. And, um, he also, like he's a contractor, like he was a contractor before he did worship and he's still able to do a lot of, um, handy things around the house. Well, he likes to do things right. And he likes to do them to last, right? Because what man doesn't. Right. And he's skilled. He's not just, I can't even, he's a very skilled carpenter. He's very good. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he's going to kill me, but regardless, (laughs) he, you know, he hung them, bless his heart. You know, we moved in here and he was just trying to help out and he hung them to the stud because you want to, you know, make sure that you attach it, like, firmly, so it's not going to just come off, because, you know, people swing from their, like, their curtains, right. really. People no, think their kids no, 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 no. So they, My no. kids don't, especially if you knew the captain. There's no way his kids are going to be swinging from the chandelier, right. so. But
1: sometimes that does happen, and you know what, you just Put fix it. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just well badge. It.
0: Anyway, so he, he left one weekend, and I was like, he was at the airport, he was going to, on a conference and I called him and I was like, baby, how how do you, how do you make your drill go backwards? And he was like, what are you doing? No, (laughs) I ended up FaceTiming my dad. And I was like, dad, how do I like do this? And my poor husband. So I, I raised the curtain rods, I raised them and I widened them. And then I went and got my sheets. And when he came home, I had these beautiful, you know, the, the room seemed so much Faster, and even he was like, Yeah, this looks great, but what did you do to the wall? <laughs> yeah, the that's walls. another story, anyways. So, um, we've been able to like just patch that up, and anyways, but we like to laugh about that. It's worth it, mm-hmm. it's worth it, and I love it. It makes me happier being in my space. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I think I might be hanging some sheets out in my three seasons room. <gasps>
0: oh, that'd be so pretty out yeah. in that room.
1: Yeah, which we will be painting and showing you at a later date too. Before and afters, it's a complete. Yeah, it'll be so pretty. Okay, and we realize that there are some of you who might be wanting to spend a little bit more money on window treatments and might not be into sheets as. Draperies, and we totally get that. Absolutely, Every, yes. Mm-hmm. There's some gorgeous places to go. Yeah, like what? What would you say? Pottery Barn. Yes, Restoration Hardware. Mm-hmm. West Elm has some beautiful. They really do. Anthropology. Oh, Anthropology. Or the shade store. I think that's the place where they always give you like a really good rendering. Like you can change the uh, color of the shade. You can really and see what it will look like. You can see what it will look like in your room. I always use that um, as a, nice a starting tool. point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we one of the ones that we love that one of our girlfriends has in her dining room um, are the Belgian linen ones. I think that mm. pottery, barn pottery barn and Belgium. restoration probably has them. Yeah. And they are
0: just beautiful. They hang so well. And honestly, they just, they're timeless. They yeah. just really, like they've, they've grown in her house and she's even actually redoing some of the spaces in her house. And, um, they're gonna go perfect. Like it's still gonna work really
1: well. They're just really beautiful drapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could afford them, but I know. it's okay. I'm, I'm sticking with the sheets hey for man. now, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can save our and money. And there's no shame in that. No, love. There yours. really is. Yeah. It
0: just, as long as you're. That's the whole thing. You have to be happy where you are. You know. So,
1: thanks for hanging out today and listening. And we're just glad that you're here. Yeah, our podcast is going to be on iTunes, so if you could go and find By Design on there and subscribe. give us a subscribe, maybe leave us a review like our podcast. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you and it would just encourage us I think on this journey. Right?
0: Yeah, just we'd love to hear from you guys too, so
1: Yeah. Next week we're going to be talking to a few worship leaders at our church. Oh my
0: gosh, it's going to be so great. There. I'm so excited to have them
1: come. Yeah, so look for worship next week and one of our projects we're going to be sharing one of our design projects we just finished up
0: oh my goodness it turned out so well too so it'll be fun thanks guys